It's time for building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The the end of the episode that's when it technically ends hello and welcome to building the game a documentary podcast today is monday january 11th and you're listening to episode 450 450 big exciting episode really excited we always like to do something a little different on these episodes uh, and for this episode it is no different i mean it is I said that backwards, but I think you know what I mean it's no different than being different because it's different so that's exciting so anyways Here's the deal. I have with me today two awesome people uh, from the Tabletop Mentorship Program, Grace Kendall and Mike Bell-Soul. How are you two doing? We are doing great and so excited to be here. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, hey, Jason. Doing great. Thanks. Thanks for being here. We have you on for a special reason, and I don't like to like belabor things or like, like oh, let's be sneaky about this. So we're just going to throw it out here. So we are, um, we have uh, been talking for a few months now, and we are doing uh, a partnership kind of here with you all at Tabletop Mentorship uh, to help some people uh, who and work with some people and bring some people on the show who have been a part of your program. Uh, and we're going to talk more about that later. Uh, but I want to kind of talk a bit about the two of you and, and what you've been doing with Tabletop Mentorship, what it is, because, um, you know, I had I had heard tangentially of it before it was introduced to me by uh, one of our builder listeners, which is fantastic through our discord channel plug for that uh they had suggested oh you should talk to people at tabletop mentorship uh and so i did i actually think that was jonathan Schaffer that told us that um who i believe has worked with you as a mentor before yeah it's always fun seeing the ways people are connected yes it is right the the gaming industry is is really crazy like that how um it's so interconnected and you'll know someone and you won't know someone else who's so tightly interconnected with that same group you're with Mm-hmm. And then you meet them and you realize we know all the same people. Like we've probably been hanging out in the same room before and just never met. Right. right. Small world. It is. It is. So first off, you know, um, so you two, you got into this whole tabletop mentorship thing. I know you're both game designers um, and I'm curious, you know, how you started um, this kind of journey into wanting to help others through mentorship and game design. So it was uh, 2019, uh, and we had just moved to a new area, and we were between jobs. And usually, when I'm between jobs, I like to do something uh, creative to, you know, fill my time with while waiting for, uh, you know, people to get back to me about jobs. Right, um, right, right. And so uh, at that time, uh, Facebook had introduced a like sort of mentorship feature, um, and I had a small little uh, group for my designs. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that'd be cool to kind of add a mentorship component to it. Um, but it was kind of cumbersome. It required, uh, you know, some some tough setup to, to be a mentee or a mentor. And I wasn't sure how the matching was going to work. And I was like, oh, man, mm-hmm. this is a cool idea. And I really do want to do this, but I, I don't want to do it this way. So I was like, what can I do? Well, I'll just make it myself. That's usually my solution for everything. I think that's why we're all game designers, <laughs> right? Because they're like, oh, we'll just do it ourselves. It is. But it is, yes. So, so, uh, so, you know, just started with a free Google site, um, organized the structure of the program, how I was going to get applicants and how I was going to match them and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then just kind of put it out there on Twitter just to see what the response was going to be in Facebook and things like that. And, uh, got a pretty good response from some people that I wasn't connected with, you know, uh, but somehow saw it and we had 30, 
five thirty six mentorships that first session, which was really cool. A lot more than I thought. Wow. I know, right? Wow. <laughs> so, so that was really That's, exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and so, um, and then I was like, all right, well, this is awesome. Uh, I kind of thought, like, you know, I'll I'll just keep doing this until people stop signing up. And I wasn't sure how the first <laughs> one was gonna go. I know, right? I'm digging my own grave here, but. <laughs> I uh, I didn't wasn't sure the first one was gonna go, but it went pretty well. So I was like, all right, we'll do it again, and I'll just keep going. I was like, but the first one was so much work, and uh, yeah, what he hasn't said is he did all of this by himself. Like I would offer, you know, from the background some technical suggestions as he would hit walls, but this was all Mike's project right. from the first. And so I'm like watching him like fret as he tries to like match everybody and like won't tell me anything because they're all under privacy agreements. I'm just watching him sweat. So the second time we did the program, he was like, please help. And I was like, I'd love to. <laughs> so I've been in since the second yeah. session. Yeah, absolutely. Um, awesome. Because I was talking to Grace anyway about it. And I would start saying things and then have to stop myself from revealing too much. And I was like, oh, let me just do this without that in the way. So you're, you're on board. You're on the team. Let's do it. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, it's amazing you had such big response early on, right? I mean, it shows, it shows that the need was there and the, and the, the craving was there for that. I, I think that, you know, designing, especially if you don't co-design with people, um, designing can really be, um, really be a thing where you can really just get stuck inside your own head. Right. Um, and I think a year like last year is a really great example of how that can be dangerous because if you're not going there anywhere and seeing people and things, you can really kind of just get trapped in your own mind with these designs and they won't go anywhere. And, you know, you don't have anybody to bounce ideas off from and, um, and for the creative process, for some people that works very well for, I think for, for more than your average people, more than your most, pe- I don't know, a large number. That sounds yeah. good. A large number of people, I think, struggle with that. Um, so just providing that outlet is awesome. And yeah, the the fact that you got that many people so quickly. So how did you, you, you get that many people? How do you go about then getting mentors, um, you know, if you've got 36 people that want to be mentored, how do you then turn around and find 36 good fitting mentors for them? Yeah. So, so let me be clear about that. We had 50 people who wanted to be mentees, right? We had about 20 or so people who wanted to be mentors, but they could take on multiple people. Right. So that's how we kind of got to that 37 number. So, okay. All right. So there's always more, we always get more mentees than we can possibly match. Um, right. That's always a thing uh, of how it goes. Uh, but we are getting better with every session, getting that closing that gap, basically, you know, um, that oh, that's fantastic. Mentors to mentees. Yeah, for sure. But the nice um, thing is the mentors are volunteers in the same way yeah. the mentees are. There are also people who are just looking to give up their time yep. and make connections with other people mm-hmm. and get back. And so it is delightfully just as easy to find them as it is to find mentees, obviously, in smaller numbers. But people are out there willing to give their time and the mentorship sessions last for three months at a time. So for some people, that's a nice manageable commitment and people have been very generous and giving saying, yeah, I can take on two or even three mentees at a time. And I know such a gift. (laughs) Yeah. And so what is, what does that relationship look like? And I mean, what is kind of the idea? I know I'm, I'm going to assume it's going to be different for every, every pair. Right. Uh, but what is what is uh, what does it look like in general? You know, what, I guess what's kind of what what do you tell people when they sign up about what it's going to be like? Yeah, our framework for the program is that you meet uh, with your partner, your mentor, or your mentee uh, every two weeks at a minimum, 
for 30 minutes and we encourage people if they are able to do so um, to chat over voice or video chat so that they feel a mm -hmm. little more like they have a one-to-one -one connection. So in your average mentorship, that's six meetings over the course of three months. We have people set goals at the beginning so that they know what they're working towards. Uh, and usually at that first meeting, a mentee shares that goal with their mentor and then reevaluates it. <laughs> they come up with a new plan together that's maybe more realistic for their time frame or where they're mm -hmm. actually at with their project. It's so interesting. Some people will come in with a problem that they solve on day one, and then they're like, oh, I've got three more weeks of mentorship to figure out. <laughs> or some people come in, they're like, right. I'm going to have my Kickstarter launched by the end of this. And then they're like, the game's not oh, even ready, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a lot of space for people to reevaluate and, and move at their own pace. Some people meet every week. Some people talk for hours. Some people send just a lot of emails back and forth. Yeah. So it's really whatever they're comfortable with in their own relationship. We give them the freedom right. to do whatever they like, as long as they're meeting regularly and being safe and having a good time. We're happy. Along those lines, um, like, do, I assume that, you know, cause you do a lot of work to match. You said yeah. clearly Mike was like losing his mind, trying to match people correctly. <laughs> Uh, which tells me that, you know, you, uh, you're trying very hard for that. And I know grace, you would even mention that in the beginning when we first chatted that getting those matches, right. Obviously, if you want a productive relationship with this, the matches are probably the most important thing. I would think even more of just skill set like personality matches, right. To make sure, uh, they're going to get along and things are going to click. So I'm guessing that when I come into this as a, as somebody who wants to be mentored, I would say, here's my goal. Here's what I'm hoping to do. Like, when I sign up before you even match me to someone, is that, is that the case? Oh yeah. Oh, we have a whole host of questions. We ask you, uh, we ask you about your project. We ask you about your time in the industry, uh, what your sort of self-evaluated level of experience is. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. That's also important as well. Um, we ask you about your hobbies. We ask you about, um, your mentorship, uh, your preferred mentor style, right? So do you want more of like, uh, someone who can connect you or do you want more of an educator or you just want someone to cheerlead you? You know, uh, those are super, super duper important. Um, and then we on the mentor side of it, which is, you know, you hit the nail on the head when you said that the the relationship is the most important part beyond anything else. Right. Uh, right. Our goal here is not to make as many matches as possible. It's nice. But our goal really is to make the best matches possible. You know, right, so right. sometimes we'll have mentors that will have, you know, oh, I could take on three or, or whatever. And we don't give them all that because. We haven't found that third perfect match or whatever, you know, or a really good match. Um, mm -hmm. And what has helped in these last couple sessions is we've let the mentors sort of uh, help us pick. So like we'll put all the mentees in a spreadsheet uh, without any identifying information, just their project and things and time zone and, you know, those kinds of factors. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they'll send us their preferences and we kind of based off of that and our feedback we get um, at the end of every session, we send out an exit survey and our feedback has been just like through the roof since we've been doing that as far as like how successful do you feel your match was people are always like, Oh, it was a perfect match. Right, right. You know, like we get a lot more of those now, which is wonderful. Yeah. The other thing we ask for is preferences and requirements for your mentor or mentee so that you can be in a relationship you think is safe and that you feel comfortable in. Mm -hmm. So if you come into the program as a black designer and you do not want to have a white mentor, we will not match you mm -hmm. with one. Uh, or if you're, a woman, you'd prefer to be mentored by a woman, but that's not a requirement for you. We'll we'll honor that as well. So we try and take those kind of things into consideration, so that people right, come right. into. It's scary to set up a new relationship with a stranger, and so we want to make sure people feel as comfortable as safe as possible. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I think that that relationship between a game designer um, and a mentor, really two game designers, when you think about like, like I think about it with like co-designing, right? Like that is a, like, that's a, it's an interesting kind of relationship, right? And it's a personal relationship. Yeah, I just started recently co-designing with a new co-designer with a project and, and her and I've never worked together before. We don't know each other that well. And it's really interesting to try to like, we should probably know each other a little more like, like talk and like, you know, not just make this business because, Mm -hmm. um, because this, because game design is, I mean, that's, you're, you're putting out a lot of ideas, um, that you have to be comfortable with the other person, um, being comfortable with those ideas or being comfortable to say, I'm not happy with those or, you know, and that's, so that's, that's fantastic that you consider that when you are, um, when you're making those matches. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's no wonder that you get such good exit survey feedback with you <laughs> taking the time to, you know, match with those things. Um, gosh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so geeked about how meticulous you are about doing that. And, you know, and thinking about the safety of that and things and the, you know, people feeling comfortable in general. I mean, do you have, and I'm not asking for like bad stories. I'm just yeah. like, do you, what is, what do you do if, if, you know, like whether or not this has ever happened, what do you do if a match is bad? You know, I'm just curious if you're comfortable talking about that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to say? So if a match is uh, bad and we know about it, which is the other point, you know, sometimes people will let yeah, their membership yeah. kind of peter out and we won't know about it till the exit survey um, for whatever reason. But uh, if they tell us about it, you know, we will, uh, try 100% to address their concerns if they have any. And usually that's how, kind of how it starts. You know, if someone emails us, they'll say, oh, I'm having a problem with my mentor or mentee because of X, Y, Z. And we'll see if we can try to fix that, try to help in any way that we can. Right. right. Uh, and then if it doesn't work out, it, you know, that, that will happen sometimes and we just have to end the mentorship. Um, everyone mm-hmm. is still welcome in the like, you know, we have like our own discord uh, and we do some other supplemental uh, stuff like we did roundtables and the speaker series this last session. So you're not like kicked out of the program or anything. It's just that you no longer right, have that right. partner for that duration, right? Um, so it's right, tough right. when it happens and it's always sad when it happens, but sometimes it's necessary. And, you know, it's tough in a program where you don't meet the person before you enter into that relationship, right? To sort of evaluate. Right. Yeah. The hard yeah, part yeah. about it being online. Um, um, but, uh, and having said all that, if if somebody is an unsafe person, uh, we will remove them from the program, and we have done that. Yeah, I made that assumption. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. You know. Yeah, we try to vet people as much as we can. You know, especially mentors, because there's you know they're they're in that power dynamic. They're on top, right? So we vet all right. the mentors before Absolutely. Uh, we match anyone. And yeah, we've had to tell some people, sorry. Yeah, uh, but it is it is well, difficult. I, it's such an emotional process too. So sometimes just your own fears or being intimidated by a mentor or the the pressure of having someone look up to you on, you know, either end of that power dynamic mm-hmm. can really yeah. put a lot of stress on people. And, and sometimes it's just too much for people. It's more intimidating or stressful than they were expecting going in. And we do our best right. as well with that. No, and that's fair. And, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the good things with the smallness of our industry, and I don't even mean smallness by size, because the game design industry is a pretty big industry now. And there are lots and lots of game designers, thousands of us, right? Um, but but it's a small enough industry that 
I'm sure that if you, you might get someone that applies where you're like, nope, (laughs) we already, we, we, you know, like you don't want to, we don't want to take a risk there. And that's, um, and it's good to have that information, but then also we've also seen in the last year or two in the industry where some things come out of nowhere and suddenly we realize that some people are, are not who we thought they were and that that's, you know, so kudos to you all for, um, for, uh, you know, being on top of that. Um, we did an episode not too long ago. Gosh, it probably was, I don't know. It was sometime last year, which was 10 years. So I don't remember when it was. But, uh, I want to say it was sometime mid year, a little after we had Kimberly Revia on, um, who is, uh, one of the founders of Granite Game Summit. And yeah. we talked all about their safety rules and things like that. And it was just like, it was so amazing to hear how much work goes into that, um, because I've always, something I've always been concerned about, but like, she just blew my mind with all these like, things that, that she kept coming, you know, when we do this and this, and it was like, oh my gosh, like these things would not have occurred to me. And I like to think that I'm aware of these things. Um, so the fact that you all are putting so much time into that is, is good. Um, and you know, like I said, with the fact that you have such a high success rate with matches that, that means you're doing something right. And so that's got to make you feel good about in general, making those really good matches to help people. Oh, absolutely. We were just going through exit surveys today because we're, you know, they're just rolling in after the last session ended. And yeah, we're Mm -hmm. riding that high for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so you said it's, uh, they go, these go three months. Um, so how does that, like, how does the, how does it work? Like, let's say I'm somebody, I want to become a mentee, you know, a lot of, a lot of our listeners to our show, um, are, obviously game designers in general. Uh, but this is a show people are drawn to as newer game designers, uh, as kind of to learn some of the ropes and learn from our experiences and things. Um, so if, if somebody wants to apply, how, how, tell me how that works and what the process is. We have a website, uh, it is tabletopmentorship.org. And that is where all the information on the program and the application is. The application period is really short because we have so many people apply. Um, so mm-hmm. it's usually open for about 10 days. And coming into this next session, as we start the new year, we're about to start our first session of 2021. And so that'll mm-hmm. the application process will open on January 15th and will close about 10 days 10 after days that. After, yep. And then we start the mentorship in February. It'll run through March and April, and then we'll reset for another mentorship session in May. So if people aren't able to do the, this time commitment, they can know there's another one right on the heels of that. Um, so yeah, and if, if you sign up, um, you know, we have that uh, period where we match everyone and we'll let you know after that's over if you've been matched or not in February 1st, that'll be your first day of the mentorship. Uh, and we'll have an orientation actually live stream orientation right after that. So uh, if you're in the program, um, that's a great way to get uh, familiarize yourself with what's about to happen, right? Kind of what you're asking about is like, um, you know, how it's going to work, what our resources are, what you should expect, what you should bring to the table uh, as a mentee or mentor uh, and, and all that good stuff. And, and there'll be resources uh, like our speaker series and more roundtables and mm-hmm. uh, extra stuff that you can participate in if you have the time um, uh, to do that. And it, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a whole three months of learning basically, you know, but sort of kind of a offered buffet style in a way, you know, except for your mentorship. Uh, everything else is kind of buffet style. So your you mentorship's kind of... the entree. Right, right, right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
question. And that extra survey is dessert. Yeah. We, uh, we get ambitious and every program gets more robust than the last. So we look forward to see how it continues to grow. But there's there's a lot really on offer. And so we're excited. Last session, we had 84 mentorships. Yep. So the numbers have grown uh, quite a lot, which is wonderful to wow. see. And we're, yeah, we're expecting a big one this time as well. Um. So with, uh, you know, with the mentees, because I think there's also um, – you know, there's the idea of, well, I've been game designing for quite a while, right? Should I, like, do I do I qualify to be a mentee? And I and I know secretly from the people we've talked about before uh, with when we were looking uh, through your lists uh, uh, that some of these people have been designing for quite a while. Um, so, so what's your advice on that for, you know, for who qualifies to be a mentee in the program? Yeah, so uh, let me... Uh... Uh, correct something real quick. Uh, the program is not just for game designers. I know that's uh, you know that's the audience and all that stuff, uh, but we are right, 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 more right. than that, right? So like if you if you're listening to this uh, and you're a graphic designer or an artist or um, a publisher even you know or you want to kickstart your game, um, we have mentors for all types. You know we've had uh, mm -hmm. we were hit by a mentor translator uh, with another with an aspiring translator one session, which was incredible. The first time we've ever got either <laughs> of those, by the way, on either side. Uh, so that was really fun. Uh, but uh, uh, as far as if you qualify uh, for a, as a mentee, um, the answer is 100% uh, yes. Uh, and I'll tell you <laughs> that if you were just thinking about game design, you qualify as a mentee. There's a mentor that's going to help you through that. If you are a published designer and you have multiple games out there, you 100% qualify as a mentee. Uh, we've had uh, those people in the program before, and you know maybe they're not looking for uh, general game design help or, or motivation, but they're looking for very specific uh, areas of help, you know, gaps in knowledge, things like that. And we're able to match them, yeah, which is yeah. super satisfying to do. Yeah, the question to ask yourself if you're thinking, do I qualify for this program is, do I have something I'd like to learn about yeah. something related to the games industry? And if the answer is yes, then you, you qualify. And like we said before, we right, are trying right. to make the best matches. So... If we don't have someone who can offer you help on that specific subject or need, then then we'll unfortunately not be able to match you. But we do our best to find people. And people often say like, oh, I'm worried that someone else could have done better in this spot. But the nice thing about taking so much time and attention and making strong matches is that that's the pairing that was supposed to be there. So if you apply and are placed in the program, mm -hmm. there is no one better for that spot. You know, you were right, to right. have that. Yes. And I apologize. We didn't. Uh, I, I knew going into this that you cover more than just game design, um, but it's not something that uh, it's not something that I was thinking about. But yes, graphic designers, uh, translators, apparently, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and anything else you want to do in the game design industry. Um, yes, that, you know, that that's fantastic that you cover all that, because frankly, you know, game designers is one thing, right? Our industry has a lot of moving parts. Um, and I've known over the years, many newer publishers who absolutely could have used a mentorship. Um, and while they didn't get one through you all because you didn't exist at that point, <laughs> they, they just went ahead and found slightly larger publishers they trusted and used those relationships to help them work with them and learn it, you know? Um, but I, now I want to talk about the flip side, which is, do I qualify to be a mentor? Like, well, how do I know if I do? I'm a game designer, but what makes me good enough for that? And this is something that that resonates with me personally. Um, 
you know, uh, and it, and it actually is what led me to, to you all and having this conversation. Um, and that is that, um, like I've been doing this now for, um, eight, nine years this year. Uh, we've been doing the podcast for nine years, 450 episodes started as somebody with no understanding of game design, played a lot of games, loved games, um, started designing games. And, you know, now, like, I, I don't like to think of myself as an expert at anything um, just because I don't know, just because I feel like I'm not. I still sometimes am like, am I an adult? Like, you're 40, oh, you're an adult. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, but so so this is something that I really struggled with when I first looked at your program was like, gosh, like, do I even would I qualify to be a mentor? And I'm like, well, that's dumb. Like, I probably would. I've been doing this for a long time and I've got some published games and I like to think I know a bit or two about what I'm doing, um, you know, in, in realizing, talking to some of the people from our, our, on our discord, the, the listeners, you know, they kind of miss, miss that it used to be these, these green people who were still learning, uh, not that we're all not always still learning, but they were really green and had a real, real lot to learn like about the basics. Right. Um, so, so yeah, so that's, that's the question, right. Is how do I know if I'm qualified to be a mentor? I, anyone can be a mentee. What about mentors? Yeah. So let me ask you, I'm going to ask you a very specific question and I want okay. your honest answer. And I'm not just speaking to you, Jason, I'm speaking to everyone who's listening right now. Okay. okay. You're going to, everyone's going to answer simultaneously, but Jason's going to be your proxy. All right. 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 Do you know something now that you wish you knew back then? Um, yes. Dozens of things actually. <laughs> so, you yeah. qualify to be a mentor dozens of times. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that's really, that's the only question you have to ask yourself. Um, and right. if you're already interested in being a mentor anyway, then you probably want to help people. You probably have uh, mm -hmm. a reason, uh, a drive, a passion, uh, to help someone, uh, in their journey, uh, that you have already taken, uh, and are still taking and can still learn from, um, you 100% qualify as a mentor. Um, and imposter syndrome will be your worst enemy. There are yes, yes. always a thousand reasons why we think we're not qualified. I have a published game and I still sometimes don't think of myself as like a real game designer. There's so much yeah. that, yeah, right? You, you get it. People listening get it. At any stage of your journey, it's so easy to doubt yourself. And one of the nice benefits of being a mentor is that you learn to see yourself as a person with knowledge, as a person to be respected and, and to be appreciated within this community, that you do have knowledge and wisdom to offer, that you do have value, not just in the things that you've made, but in the experiences you've had and your willingness to share that. So a lot of times people will, will feel like they don't, they shouldn't be a mentor, but like Mike said, if you have the willingness and interest listening is the biggest skill you need to have. If you're willing to listen right, to someone, right. you're going to be a great mentor. That's no, that's, that's fantastic advice. And, and yeah, I think that that's something that should resonate with all game designers, even newer game designers, right? Yeah. Like the idea of what do you wish you knew when you started this a year ago, right? <laughs> Cause there's always going to be more than one thing where you're going to say, Oh, wow. If I'd only known that, that would have changed things. Absolutely. So, and we're all in this perpetual state of learning. And so we always yes. feel like we're students, right? You have that, there's that weird thing of like, oh, I, I didn't know that, but I've been doing this for so long. Gosh, I really must not know anything. It's like, nah, you know so much, you know? This is something that past you needed 10 years to discover. You know what I mean? So, you know, you can't think of yourself uh, as 
still being in kindergarten when you're doing your master's. You know, yes, you're both still students, but you know, one is vastly more qualified to tell the other one about what's going to happen ahead. Right, of them, right. You know. And you're going to keep moving the goalposts. Yeah. So you're never going to feel like, oh, well, once I get a game published, then I could be a mentor. And then you're like, well, once I get two games published, and then you're like, but then when I own my publishing company, you're like, yeah, you're never going right, to get there. Right. You have to just do it. Right. And you're you're absolutely right about imposter syndrome. I mean, it's it's awful, right? Um, I I figured, like probably most of us do, that you know, if I get a game published then I'm going to feel like I'm a real game designer. So I, so I published a game on Kickstarter and I was like, well, but I published it. That's not, that doesn't count. Yep. So then I said, well, when I get a game signed and published, so I got a game signed and published and I thought, well, maybe when I have two, so I'm at six now. Um, <laughs> and I still feel like I'm just pretending that this is a joke. Right. Um, and so that's, yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that, you know, and, and I agree with you too that being able to just listen to someone and listen to what's going on with them and and what they're trying to do. I mean, those of us in this industry, I think in general, um, I could speak especially for game designers, but I know that publishers, graphic designers, um, all of us have to deal with this. We're we're problem solvers, right? I mean, that's we are natural problem solvers. Um, and if you want to help someone and you're a problem solver, you're just helping them like figure out how to work through their problems that they have because they're also problem solvers. Right. And, and I'd be willing to bet that a lot of your mentors come away learning something from the mentees as well. Uh, I'd be shocked if that's not the case because yeah, because we're, like you said, we're all in this state of wanting to perpetually learn. And I think that's true for most, most people in the industry. Um, I'm sure there are some that believe they know it all and don't want to change. Uh, but I think for most of us, you know, because there's always new games, there's always new things coming out there. We have to right? that. We have to evolve. Otherwise, yeah. you know, otherwise we're just going to be making the same game over and over. Um, and that's going to get old after a while, I would think. So. So if I want to be a mentor then, and I'm obviously qualified, um, vastly qualified um humble too um (laughs) dozens qualified dozens of times over how would i go about applying to be a mentor uh i'm assuming it's on your website uh but but walk me through what that looks like um for somebody who says i want to i want to mentor at least one person um for this program the application is pretty similar to the one for mentees because we want to find matched sets of information you know we want to know that you know are your hobbies and interests compatible or your time zones things like that so it's again on our website tabletopmentorship.org and it'll just ask you about yeah your experience your interests and specifically what you are looking to share or get out of the program so if you come in with game design and kickstarter experience but you're really only interested in helping somebody launch their kickstarter we'll match you accordingly that sort of thing so you do have Mm -hmm, some place mm -hmm. to specify not only your experience but what you're really looking to share Um, which was an important thing that we learned that just because someone has art design experience doesn't mean they want to be an art design mentor (laughs) right right or you know do they have like I've done a Kickstarter before, but would never offer to mentor somebody for a Kickstarter because I would be the one applying as a mentee for that because I did it seven years ago and things are a little different now than they were, you know, seven years ago when it was like the Wild West on Kickstarter. So, so they fill it out. And then at that point you match, um, if you sign up to be a mentor, like what are like, are most mentors matched? 
or yes almost yeah. all mentors are matched so once we have your application one of the things we ask in there is would you like to help select your mentee um it is a wonderful thing to be able to do because you get to go through and mm-hmm. look for people and think oh this project sounds interesting i think i'd be a great fit for that or i'm working on legacy games i think i could really help this person out um but if people aren't able to do that or aren't able to go through all the many number of mentees that there are uh in the time frame allotted because it is a short turnaround that we have to do uh then we will select one for you and we have done this uh five times now so we we have some insights on what makes a good match and Obviously, we can't be inside your head, but we ask as many purposeful questions as we can to get an idea of what would be a good pairing. Yeah, and then you'll get you'll you get a welcome. Ha- oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, oh. go ahead. Uh, you'll get an email as well, let you know if you're matched or not. Most likely, you will be. Uh, and then you know we have that same orientation uh, we do for mentees. We encourage everybody to come to uh, to get a good expectation of what the program is going to be about. So you you've talked a lot about the safety side for mentees. Do you, do you have, do our mentors allowed to make specific requests as well? Um, yeah, I was just trying to think through that. Like, you know, I would be more comfortable mentoring this type of person rather than, okay. I just was, um, I was just curious, uh, on that. Obviously if you're able to help pick your mentee, but that's mostly talking about their skill set and what their goals are. Right. Because you've taken out all personally identifiable information, right? But there is some um, so, demographic yeah. information that the mentor oh, is there? will okay. choose to share. They'll, you'll be aware in the application will tell you what information is public versus what's private. And public just means that the right. mentors who have applied to be part of the program can see it, not that it'll be associated with you specifically. Um, but right, so right. there is space for, uh, as a mentor, choosing to see that someone's preference was to be mentored by a woman. And so if you don't fit that demographic, then you can say, all right, well, yes. maybe I won't pick this person, even though their project right. is something I'm really excited about, things like that. So there's a space to do that. But yes, mentors absolutely right, right. have the space to similarly list their preferences and requirements. And even if they're matching themselves, as, you know, as much as possible, we're the ones who assign the final matches. So having that information is important right. for us. So yeah, and there's two levels of that. One is a preference, you know, if you have this type of person, that'd be great. The other one is a requirement, right? You have it's either this person or nobody else, right? Uh, right, right. You, gotta, you match me with with a person like I'm a woman, you match me with a woman or don't yeah. bother matching me. Right. And, and it can be, right. it can be all sorts of things outside of demographics as well. Yeah. We've had people say, I'd really prefer to be matched with a parent or I need somebody yeah. who's in this time zone because the other time zones won't work for me. Oh, right. So right. Know, we can accept a whole variety of needs and we really want to make sure again, if you're like, I can't do video chat, we will make sure that we find somebody who's okay with that. Yeah. My favorite story is uh, right. in one of the early mentorships, we had someone from Greece who applied and they're like, look, if you have someone who speaks Greek, that'd be amazing. But I don't expect you to find anyone. And like, you know, like from the heavens, someone just applied as a mentor. And be like, hey, look, I speak Greek. But, you know, if uh, if you don't have anyone who speaks Greek, <laughs> that's fine. I'm over here in Greece. I'll just be chilling. And we're like, oh, boy, do I have a person for you. <laughs> you're like, is this the same person? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the other thing to note. You can apply as both a mentee and a mentor. I figured. Yeah, time. yeah. Time for right, the I mean, concern. <laughs> Right. I mean, if I, if I am someone who's been designing for years, but want to like for myself, let's say yeah. like I've been designing for a long time. I want to help designers design, uh, but I need help on a Kickstarter. So I could apply and say, I'm looking for a, men- a mentor who can help me do a Kickstarter. And I am a mentor who can help with game design. Absolutely. So yeah, that makes sense. And I'm assuming if you did that, you would just fill out two applications, one as mentee and one as mentor. Yep. yep. 
do you do you have is that something you've seen before where you have people participating both ways oh that's fantastic oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Tons of times. so well and it's just really cool to say like hey i need help but i'm gonna give back while i'm doing that like that's that's really cool yeah um, and hopefully that reassures that. people too to know that like people really do fit both roles so yep. that you don't have to be intimidated mm -hmm. on either side of it that you don't qualify because we have people literally doing both things they know i have things to learn and i have things to offer right Right. No, that's fantastic. Okay. So before we move on, is there anything else you want to make sure uh, that we talk about that I've skipped that I haven't asked the right questions about? It happens all the time. <laughs> I just want to make, I want to make sure people know that Roman's going to open January, January 15th uh, for the first session of the year. I uh, encourage you to check out the website, uh, tabletopmentorship.org and apply uh, as either mentor or mentee. Please do that. The other thing I would love to mention, uh, and I don't know if you had flagged this to talk about later, but uh, in conjunction with the program, but separate from it, we run a micro grant every month. Yes. And yes. So we Let's give talk away, about that. Yeah, we give away, uh, we distribute uh, $100 grants, uh, U.S. dollars, but they're open to anyone in the world for underrepresented creators creating anything related to the tabletop industry. So people making podcasts, people designing games, doing graphic design, again, anything under that umbrella, if you consider yourself to be underrepresented in this community or industry, uh, you're encouraged to apply. It's a very short application. It just has three questions. We pick a different board, uh, basically, to review the applications every month. And we do this every month. We give away three micro grants each month. Uh, last year, we sent money to nine different countries and gave out 24 oh, grants. Awesome. Yeah, it's really exciting. So if you're a person listening or you know someone who could benefit from having a hundred dollars with pretty much no stipulations. You know, you can use it for supplies or printing or childcare or paying your rent, anything that will help you allow you to focus awesome. on your projects. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We're really excited about it. That's fantastic. And I love that you're focusing on underrepresented people um, within, you know, uh, within the game design industry. I think that's fantastic. And also not like being super, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Super specific about how they need to use it. I think that's that's just great. Yeah, because because well, I may only need to spend certain money on my game design stuff. Uh, we all have to live as well, and uh, and yeah, when you can afford to live, it makes it easier to do these other things within the industry for yeah. sure. It's really hard to so, game no, I, design when you're hungry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is a luxury exactly. hobby. It's a luxury job, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is. And we're not essential workers. Yeah, here. we're not essential workers. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> to use the that is essential, darn it. <laughs> it should be, but it should be. But you know, you need a you need a stupid amount of time to uh, to be able to do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just and money is unfortunately so connected to that. So yeah, any way that this can help that uh, is totally worth it. Yeah. No, being. Being out there as a game designer can be incredibly expensive. Um, anybody who's listening to this show has, has heard us talk about that for years. I mean, it is it is a privilege to be able to do that, and it's not a privilege everyone has. Um, and so anything we can all do to help each other uh, with that. Um, so if, if somebody uh, wanted to, um, to give funds towards that micro-grant, how does, how does that work? Do they just reach out to you all uh, on your site? or contact via email or something and yeah uh yeah tabletopmentorship.org <laughs> it's the site for all things uh <laughs> so it's divided up into two sections mentorship and the micro grant so 
go to the microgrants. We have a whole page which includes the application, uh, how we do it, what our eligibility requirements are, and then uh, there is a donate uh, button at the bottom there uh, if you wanted to support that in any way. Um, you know, if you want to give anything, really, you know, one, two, five, five hundred, whatever you want to <laughs> give, uh, is totally, right. totally, one hundred percent appreciated. Yeah, we ran a uh, GoFundMe last year over the summer to fundraise for this, and we're so grateful to everybody who donated. Uh, we are actually funded through almost the end of this year, which means we're able to continue to give these That's out. That's awesome. I know, I know. It's <laughs> such a generous community. We're so grateful uh, that everyone's been so, so willing to share. Yeah, and it, in that, oh, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say, and just like the mentorship program, it it proves that all people need is that door to walk through. You know, like mm-hmm. yep. people have the the drive to want to give back in some way, whether it's through the mentorship or by donating money for this micro grant. Really, all we had to do was create that opportunity for them. You know, when people show up in droves, you know, like it's. And it's not like people are just walking around and be like, hey, where do I give this $300? You know, you have to you have to give them uh, something to do that with. So it's the same thing you've done, you know, in partnering yeah. with us. It's just these opportunities are so right. wonderful to see. So was 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 Ben uh, from uh, Unpub was involved with that fundraiser on GoFundMe? Is that correct? Or was he just out there telling everyone about it? <laughs> um, he's just a good generous sharing yeah. soul so, spread the word so well <laughs> and, and so he did. such a supporter of the program and and ben is somebody uh ben is uh uh at some fat kid on uh twitter he's an amazing person uh i've known him for years through unpub uh very funny person very cool dude um but so funny story I donated that GoFundMe just because Ben said, this is a good thing. You should donate to it. And I trust Ben. And I said, okay. So it's just funny that, cause I didn't realize it was you all. So that's pretty funny. Come full circle. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, thank Ben because he was, uh, he, he was, he was talking about it a ton. And like I said, I, I trust Ben and all the work he's helped to do with Unpub. So if Ben says it's a good place to help, um, help people with, uh, you know, game design. And I, now I'm remembering he had said it's for underrepresented people in the game design industry. And I was like, yeah, let's get on board. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Ben's been super helpful to us as well. And I know before we started that we had some conversations with him to, to you know, cause he runs, uh, uh, Unpub as a nonprofit. Uh, and so as that's something we're looking to do, you know, we, we're, we're in close contact to, to get all the advice that we can out of him and, and, you know, there's no shortage of words that comes out of Ben. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so, so yeah. So the next thing I wanted to talk about here uh, was what the podcast is going to do and kind of a way that we're going to evolve uh, slightly over, over the next, over the next while. I'm not sure, probably at least a year or so. Um, but so, so this all started, like I mentioned, I was on discord chatting with, uh, some different designers and I, I mentioned that the, the listeners, I was asking them about some stuff and they suggested tabletop mentorship, but the way that that happened was I was asking for feedback about the podcast. And I said, you know, what are, what are things you wish were different? What, you know, just asking those type of questions and, 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 and I got feedback off, off the discord and off some other people in general, just chatting. And their main feedback was, remember when the show was new and you were a new game designer and we were following your journey um, and we were learning from you, right? Like that was really cool. But now you have 450 episodes. You're talking about different things now. You're still talking about things that are helpful, but that, that original journey, you're now saying to someone, hey, go back and listen to 
eight, nine years worth of podcasts, um, you know, an hour each, that's a lot of time, um, you know, for, for the fact that there's only some helpful things here and there, right? I mean, obviously some of the stuff will not be, will not make sense for them or won't be helpful. And, uh, and that really struck me. And so in talking with everyone, uh, it got me thinking about, well, what if we helped mentor some new game designers? Um, and so I, like I said, I think it was Jonathan Schaffer said, Hey, reach out to, um, to the tabletop mentorship program. So we did, and we met and I said, you know, I want to work with some of your, some of your mentees. How can we set that up? And, and kind of what we landed on was, um, we're going to have people on the show, uh, three of them to be specific, who I'm not going to say who they are. Cause I want to keep you in suspense over the next few episodes when you get to meet them. Um, but what we're going to do is, um, we're going to have, have these people on the show and they are just coming out of your program, uh, having finished it, I think towards the end of last year, um, or the November ish timeframe. Um, and yep, yeah, you session. all, it's funny because, because you said, it's great to be able to pick your own mentee, like not to pick like, but to be able to say, Oh, these are my preferences. Right. But I'll tell you what, you sent me a list of some really incredible people and we only have three. Uh, and, and it was like, I, I spent a lot of time working through that list because every person on that list was amazing. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, so I just, it was, it was, it was a really cool thing that we were able to work out together. So what we're going to start doing is on the show, um, starting out, it'll be every other episode. We're going to have one of these designers on, uh, and it'll be the same three designers through just a pretty standard rotation. Um, and what we'll see is we will talk to them about where they're at in their game design journey. And then we're going to attempt to help them move forward on different things. And, and I purposely have three people that are all doing different things, um, that are working on different types of games. They have different goals. They have different timelines, which is a big deal. They all have different diverse backgrounds. And, uh, and I'm so, so excited to be able to, um, to be able to really get into it with them. Uh, we'll have some of the regular hosts on the show with me on their episodes, uh, depending on what they're trying to figure out so that we can have those specific hosts talking with them, you know, as we talk through what they're working on uh, and what their goals are. And so, yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm rambling about this, but I'm just so excited about, uh, this new journey that we can take. And, uh, and I see this as a way for, for current listeners and newer designers who, who come in along the way to get that feeling of, of what it's like for a new game designer once again. Um, and, uh, by the way, every single one of the people spoke incredibly highly of the program. <laughs> so Wonderful. every single one of them. So, um, so that was, you know, that was great to hear as well. And, uh, as part of that, uh, speaking of the micro grants, uh, the podcast, uh, said we would, uh, support each one of these, uh, each one of these designers who agreed to do the show, um, with, with a micro grant, um, sponsored by the podcast, uh, which you guys were like, I guess, I guess we could do that. So, <laughs> but We're no, I'm excited to be able to do that. <laughs> Well, and it's funny because when we first met, that wasn't my intention, you know, it was really talking about getting the mentors. And then as soon as you started talking about the micro grant program, I was like, you all know what you're doing with that. And let's, let's help that. That's fantastic. Um, so I was so glad we were able to do that. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm I'm forgetting things that I want to talk about about this. Um, I'd well, ask you what I'm forgetting, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say that we are so happy 
to be doing this with you. This is so cool. And it's exactly what the mentorship program stands for. Do you know what I mean? Like you started your podcast to uh, give people an insight into your journey, but also to help them with theirs, right? By doing so, they're mm-hmm. learning about what to do with their stuff. And then, you know, uh, almost a decade on, now you're giving uh, that same chance to someone else in the same way. I, I mean, mentorships and, and wanting to help you, it's so cyclical, right? What if mm-hmm. my secret goal, uh, like my plan Z, my-, my Don't tell <laughs> everyone. I mean, that was not a secret That's true, that's true. But my, my, the driving force of the mentorship program is I just want it to be a mentor farm, essentially. You know, like if you run through the program, right. you want to sign up again as a mentor. Uh, and it's, yeah, and yeah. I'll tell you what, it's not hard. Mentorships are so like that. I mean, the whole reason I started the program, I when I was starting out in game design, I happened to very, uh, by chance, luck into somebody who took a shine to me and kind of took me under the wing, helped me out. Um, when I would just start out in game design and it was so useful, not only for, um, you know, not only for like design theory or things like that, you know, but for just confidence in general, you know, someone looked at me and said, yeah, you're worth my time. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. what you got to walk away with, uh, from the mentorship program. And then that will translate into you being like, wow, that was such a good experience. You know what? I want to give that to someone else. And you just, you just keep doing it. You just keep doing it. So right. exactly right. what you're doing. And it's so cool to see them. I mean, this is the perfect perfect match for us uh we're, we're so happy yeah and it'll be really cool to listen along too because mentorships are such a private thing and so to have a public forum where you can follow someone's right, journey right. is so personal and intimate and to have that insight into it is such a gift as well and i'm really i'm looking forward to following their journeys as well i'm so excited because usually we only hear at the end you know <laughs> oh here's what i worked on and i had a good time and you're like that's right, great right. i, I want to know what it feels like you know going through their journey and learn from that myself as well so i can't wait to listen to everybody's stories fantastic um yeah, I uh, I'm I'm excited to be able to share that back, and I can certainly vouch for your privacy rules um, because while you gave me a good amount of information, it was still very cryptic. Like for the specific people, like I could not have went out and found these people anywhere. Um, so so yeah, so that was that was great. Um, so awesome. Well, uh, I want to put a reminder out there for everyone that so this podcast goes up on the 11th. If you're listening to this, you're probably listening on the 11th, 12th, somewhere in there. 15th is the deadline at Tabletop Mentorship. Is it .org or .com? Uh, .org, and the 15th is the start. Uh, the deadline's the, the, start. the oh. 26th, I think, is the last day. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, great. This is hitting yeah. right at the right time. Oh, yeah. uh, so, when you're listening to this, uh, if you're interested at all in being a mentee or a mentor or doing both, uh, go out there and do that. I mean, this sounds like a fantastic program. Uh, I know I certainly, it's piqued my interest um, in you know being able to help out so I'm really excited. I, I hope that um, that you sign up. If you're a listener and you sign up, uh, reach out and let us know. I want to know, you know, what your experience was. If you were a mentor, um, if you're listening to this and you've been a mentor and you're interested in coming on and chatting about that, I'd be interested in that as well. Um, just well, because, yeah, do that, please. <laughs> yes, yes. Selfishly, so, I want you to do that. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, no, and I mean, I, you know, it's it's such a critical thing in any industry um but you know especially in ours it's personal right because it's us um that we need to make things accessible and you know and easy um for people to 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 get in and you know not have people feel like outsiders 
Um, and, uh, and this is, I think is a perfect way. If you're, if you're feeling unsure, like I don't know anybody in the industry, that's that by the way, is one of the most common things I hear, uh, from new people, um, is I don't know anyone and I'm not sure who to talk to. And that just like right in my heart. Right. Cause like that was me. Like I had my friend Rob who started the podcast with me and that was it. Um, and now many of my best friends in the world are, are game designers that I met because I did this podcast and because I designed games. Um, and that is, you know, that's, that's amazing. Right. And, and no one should miss out on that. Um, so sign up to be a mentee. If you, if you don't know people, like I'm, I feel like, you know, like that's okay. Like do that, <laughs> get to know people. Um, it's a great show. And if you, we were just talking yeah. earlier today about like how intimidating it is. You can't just show up at a con and be like, I'm going to make seven new friends today. Like if right, you are right, a right. great extrovert, maybe you can pull that off, but I am not. And I can't, right, right, right. I can't fill out a form and be like, I want one person to talk to and then have that. Yeah. Yep. It's funny. I, I lucked into several friends who have been friends now for the entire time that I've been a game designer because I had the podcast and my friend Ram and I, we went and, uh, and joined on this. We were asked to be on a panel at a small convention because we had a podcast, right? They said, do you want to host a panel? We said, sure. We don't know who to get on it. They said, we'll give you some game designers to sit there and talk with you. And those game designers ended up being Jason Katarski, Ben Pinchback, Matt Riddle, uh, and Jeremiah Lee. And, um, and they were all people who knew way more than we did. And they're all people who... I still keep in touch with and are still friends. Jason's now one of the co-hosts of the show and one of my best friends in the whole world. Um, and all because of, because of that. Right. And that's what you're offering here. You're offering the chance for people to meet people and, you know, and people that you don't have to randomly go up to somebody at economy, like, Hey, what's up? And hope that they're, you know, okay. Right. You're vetting this stuff, which makes it even better. Yeah. You know, as a mentee that there is a strong likelihood that not only do we think this is a good match, but that your mentor looked at a description of your project, your history, your interests, and said, I want to work with this person. Right. That's fantastic. Well, Grace and Mike, I am so excited to have had you on. I'm really thankful that you are allowing the podcast to be part of, of this and part of your journey. Um, it's, yeah, it's any way that we can give back, you know, that's part of the mission of the podcast. And so uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, so excited to be a part of it. I don't know what else to say. I know I keep saying excited, but I, I'm just really geeked about it. Yeah. There's um, no other word for it. Jason, we, we, we so appreciate, uh, yeah, you reaching out and this, this is so wonderful. We are also very similarly, uh, excited. Yeah. Excited and grateful. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Well, that's both of us then, or all three of us then both, both parties. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, um, listeners, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can of course go to building the uh, you can go to tabletopmentorship.org. Um, you can also email us at buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. What is you all's email for tabletop mentorship? Uh, tabletopmentorshipprogram at gmail.com. It's very long. Awesome. It just says tabletop when I email you. Oh. So, um, yeah, you have to set up you a can, uh, <laughs> Right. You can, you can call the podcast at 770-TELL-BTG. Uh, if you don't have a thing, you should get a free Google voice number. It's great. People call and leave you messages. Sometimes they're mean, uh, and that's so funny. So, um, yeah, most of the time they say nice stuff and ask nice questions, but if they're mean, it's even more funny. Um, so yeah, you can have like a feedback line, uh, but anyways, that's a good uh, idea, actually. 
Dang. It is free. And you can you can like make it so it spells words like that's what we did. So um <laughs> but anyways, uh if you want to find the podcast on Twitter, we are at podcast BTG. I am at J A Slingerland. Mike and Grace, you have Twitters for yourself, tabletop mentorship. What do you got? Yeah, Throw them so out there. The mentorship program is at tabletop mentor. And then I personally am at Grace underscore Kendall. Uh, and I am at at Mike Del Soul three, the number three. Bell with one L. Bell with one L. Yes. Soul like soul of a shoe. <laughs> soul with four L's. Um, <laughs> a Q and a silent bear. Yes. Figure it out where it is. Um, if you can't spell Mike's name with all these silent letters, just follow Grace. Uh, I'm sure they follow Mike, uh, hopefully. Or if not, we've just unearthed probably a problem here. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm sure if you go through my recent tweets, you can find me like <laughs> sharing weird life details about living with Mike. <laughs> oh, well, thank you two again. This has been such a fun time and such a joy and such a great Great episode 450. So yeah, congrats on yeah. 450 episodes. That's incredible. Thank you, thank you. We're yes, and it worked out. It worked out that we uh, that we found you all in time for 450. It was pretty great um, because yeah, we like to do something big on the on the 50s and hundreds, and this is this is a big deal. So nope. so once again, thank you all, and to all the listeners out there, good night. Good night. Good night. Building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. Dial 770 Hotel BTG. Please don't use the email. <laughs>